The Podcast Revolution Network is a collective of independent broadcasters banded together for mutual support, success, and to raise new voices to our platform. Our shows are made possible through listeners like you supporting our cause. For more information on supporting Podcast Revolution, please visit podrev.org. That's P-O-D-R-E-V dot org. Thank you. Well, hello, hello. How are you doing? How are you doing? This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. I am the S. Anthony Thomas, and this is episode number 242, 242 of the S. Anthony Says Podcast. And I feel like complaining right now. And I want to warn you right now in advance, I will be whining like a punk for this episode. I'm not saying I'm going to do it for the whole episode, but I'm damn sure going to do it. You know, and and everybody should have a time when they get to whine like a punk. That's what friends are for. And my sass bastards, you are my friends, right? Except when you try to ask to borrow money because I ain't got that much money and stop being stop being greedy, damn it. You should be giving me money, damn it. Yeah, because there's more of you. There's only one of me. There's a whole bunch of you. Yeah. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> In all seriousness, though, I mean, I, I, I do feel the need to whine like a punk right now, and I'll tell you why. You know, this is actually take number four of this podcast because under normal circumstances, and it's actually being done later at night than normally. N- normally, um, I, at about, say, this is, this is still Saturday. Normally, uh, I'm finished recording the podcast by around six o'clock. You know, sometimes even earlier than that, but usually around six or seven o'clock, I'm usually finishing up the podcast somewhere around there. And um, but this time it didn't happen because I had to get some work done on the vehicle. You know, I have to get the uh, car inspected by the end of November and I had to get some little little knickknacks taken care of before it was time to go to the inspection place. And, you know, it's really weird if you if it's like, how can I put this? You know, how you have little problems. Every little problems in your life, little problems on your body, little problems just in general, little problems at work, little problems in your relationship, and individually, those problems are really not that big of a deal, and they just kept they just keep stacking on top of each other and stacking on top of each other and stacking on top of each other, and then something from the outside makes you realize you have to solve those problems really, really quickly. You know, if you if you remember when you were in college, you know what I'm saying. You didn't study all year. You were too busy doing a handstand and drinking beer and getting it on and all of that crap and pretending to work at the job that you were doing to pay for college and all of that crap. You weren't doing anything. You weren't studying. And then all of a sudden you realize, wait a second, this and this and this and this is 1999.9% of my grade. Oh, crap. I got to cram for that test. Oh, crap. And if you've been studying, you, you look at the person that's been studying all year and you laughed at him. Look at that nerd over there studying daily <laughs> loser right and you're cramming and cramming and cramming and killing yourself and putting drinking coffee and putting ice uh, coffee in your eyeballs and taking coffee in your down your throat and shooting it up your ass because you want to get the caffeine into yourself faster because you got to study for this test and you should have known this crap in the first place and you got to cram and cram and cram and nerd boy he's watching big bang theory or whatever the equivalent was whenever you were in college and he's laughing like i already know this crap jackasses and you should have been studying and you tortured yourself because you got to cram at the last minute because you didn't pay attention the whole time thanks it happens in many areas of your life, damn it. 
right? You, you want to fix your car. You got little things that are with your car, little problems with your car. You ain't paying attention to them. Your knob breaks, but it doesn't matter. The knob broke on the station that you listen to all the time. In the first place, your car handle breaks. You don't pay attention until one of your friends loses a finger in the damn car door and you got to pay for the hospital bill or wind up in, in, in freaking small claims court. The person tries to give you the finger. It falls off again, and then they sue you again because you didn't pay for a good doctor to put the finger back on in the first place you bastard <laughs> little problems pile up little problems pile up well, one of the problems i had this time was because i was getting some work done on my car and i was out there with the guy working on my car i didn't get an opportunity to record this podcast when i normally would have recorded this podcast and then i had to record a little bit later on and then unbeknownst to me some people started coming over and some people started making noise outside and under normal circumstances i wouldn't have given a damn because i would have already recorded my podcast and in fact i'd be sitting in a chair going i'm really glad i recorded my podcast when i did because those jackasses making noise outside and the people in the house doing all sorts of crap, making all sorts of crap and doing all sorts of crap that make it hard for me to record this podcast. I ain't doing it, but they were doing it because I'm now recording it. And oh no. Man, when those little problems creep up, man, you got to jump on top of them and stomp their punk asses into the ground because when they start to gang up, they're like a gang, right? And there's one guy and a little guy in class, and he's a little guy, and you're like, look at that little guy. He ain't going to do nothing. Get this little guy out of here. He going to kick my ass. Get the hell out of here, punk. Sit down, punk. You ain't doing nothing, punk. And then he gets his friend, but his friend's also tiny. See, like, look at these two punks. They can't do nothing. Get out of here, punk. And he gets his third friend. Well, you got three friends, but I can still knock your punk asses out. And then he comes back with 80 friends, and it's like, oh, no. You may be the toughest guy in the world. You could be six foot five, 300 pounds. But if 700 little people want to kick your ass and they all got baseball bats, guess what's going to happen? Their little punk asses are going to pound you into the ground. Little problems pile up. <laughs> I remember one time I, I had to go and do some stuff and I knew I wasn't going to have an opportunity to get to the doctor and get to the dentist and I needed to set up dentist and doctor's appointments and I kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off and then I realized I better get this done and then I had like this short period of time to get it done and the only appointments that they could have where I literally had to see the dentist and the doctor on exactly the same day and they set it up in the computer where I literally ran out of the dentist's office and had to go from the dentist down the elevator and into the doctor immediately that was the only time they could fit me in and they were nice enough to fit me in they were nice I thought it was nice wasn't that nice? Because I go to the dentist and he's giving me needles and that and drilling and that and pulling on that and twisting that and this and that and this and that and all of that crap. And then they open your mouth. All right, open your mouth wider. Put this in this. Hey, doc. Hey, you don't mind if this person who's never actually worked on a normal human being has only done this crap on dolls and simulators does stuff in your mouth, do you? Of course you don't. <laughs> we have you strapped down. It ain't like you got a choice, jackass. Okay, person who's never actually worked on a human being, take those sharp objects and jam it into the mouth of someone who can actually feel pain and bleed. <laughs> Am I supposed to use this thing right here with the sharp point on it? And they 
Is there any way you could motion with that sharp object away from my eyeballs, please? Oh, I'm sorry. The doll's eyes are made out of hard glass. I keep forgetting that a human eye is not made out of hard glass, and that maybe I should not be waving these sharp objects above it. Please, get your d- dentist, please. Okay, just would you stop using the sharp objects by the patient's eyeballs? Thank you. Okay, move them down lower and be really, really close to the sensitive no areas of the nose, which will and that but don't 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 do that either. Shut up, punk. At least it's not your eye. Okay, person who's never actually worked on a human being, jam those sharp objects in this guy's mouth. Wow, that's a lot of blood. <laughs> okay, it wasn't that bad. But uh she did jab me a few times, but I mean whatever. You know what I mean? People have gotta learn, you know what I'm saying? So you go to the dentist's office, you spit the three quarts of blood out your mouth after you all she damn near decapitated your face. You get the blood transfusion and then you go downstairs to the doctor. And I already went through the harrowing experience of having this person jam damn chainsaws in the mouth and all of that crap. And now I got to go to the doctor. And this is not even my normal doctor. That was my normal dentist with the new assistant who damn near cut my face off. But that's okay. I'm cool now. I go down the elevator and that's, like I said, not my regular doctor. It's a new doctor. And I know for a fact that she's going to follow the chart. And the chart and the schedule says finger in the buttocks. My last doctor retired. But this is the new doctor. Finger in the buttocks. Which means I'm going to literally meet this new person. And the first thing that's going to happen is a finger in the buttocks. It must be what somebody feels like when they're doing a love scene in the movie. And the schedule, the call time and the shooting schedule means for whatever reason, logistically or schedule wise or whatever, they have to shoot the love scene first. Maybe they can only get the hotel room for this time period and everything else is lined up and they have to shoot the love scene first so this is you jumping the first day on the set you're in your drawers you got that sock over your junk and she's got that pad over her vagina and you're on top of each other bumping and grinding and you don't even know each other's names yet and you have to act like you've been banging each other's for years that's gotta be uncomfortable well at least they were just simulating banging this is not a simulated finger in the buttocks I walk in there when I see the doctor and, I, you know, she's standing outside and the nurse is, the nurse is going to see you now and the nurse does the nurse stuff and, and she makes me sit outside and the doctor goes, I'll see you soon, Mr. Thomas, give me a few minutes and I'm sitting there and I'm going, I got to go at least say hello to the doctor. I got to build some kind of rapport with the doctor. I mean, she's going to have her finger crammed up. So I, I, I feel weird just like walking in and having some stranger jam her hand. I got to go in there and talk to the doctor and make sure that everything's cool. This is just this is just weird to have the first time we see each other. She's got, I, I got let me I just got to go in and say at least at least break the ice a little bit. I know she's going to come out and get me, but I, there's something about it. I need to control this situation and feel like I have some control and go in and break the ice. So I walk through the nurses. She's not ready yet. I, I, I got to say something to the doctor. I got to talk to her. I open the door and she's got her finger up somebody else's ass. And I feel bad because I think now I've invaded the privacy of another patient. Oh, no. And I'm about to walk back. I said, oh, I'm sorry, 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 sorry. And the guy goes, not a problem. Not a problem at all. And I go, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, let me leave. I don't want to invade your privacy. You're not invading my privacy at all, sir. It's not a big deal. I'm not even really a patient. Huh? Yeah, I'm not a patient at first. Yeah, but she's... I mean, how, how, what do you mean you're not a patient? You, you, 
You bent over a table and she's got her finger up you. I know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just a test buttocks. A practice buttocks. What? I'm a practice buttocks. You're a... What the hell is a practice buttocks? <laughs> Sir, do... let me ask you a question. When someone does something on a regular basis, they build up a memory, a muscle memory, and a technique. But much like the muscles of the human body, say for the sake of argument, you're working out on a regular basis, and you take two weeks off from working out. You can't go right back into the regular workout routine because your muscles have degenerated a little bit. It takes maybe a couple of weeks to lose that fine-tuning. And we don't want our doctors to lose their fine-tuning. Sometimes they'll have, for whatever reason, a bunch of their patients will come in and it just lines up in a way where they don't have to jam their finger up the buttocks of patients for a long period of time. You don't want them to be out of practice when they're putting their finger in your buttocks, do you? Well, I guess not. I mean, would you feel confident if you walked in and your doctor was, instead of putting their finger in, the, in your buttocks, actually kept poking you in the buttocks cheek because she was out of practice? Uh, yeah, that would be kind of weird. I mean, you, you wouldn't feel confident at all, would you? No, I, I, I wouldn't. No, I really wouldn't. I mean, really. I mean, you, you just came from the dentist, don't, didn't you? Yeah. You're the guy that had the double appointment? Yeah. I mean, I'm actually a test mouth as well. A test mouth? See, test buttocks, test mouth upstairs. There are a lot of young people up there that, you know, that are learning how to work in human mouths. A lot of times they are working on dolls or cadavers or anything like that. And they want to know what it's like to work in a real mouth. So I go upstairs and they practice on my mouth. Oh, well, did, was there anybody? Did you, did you work with the lady that was up there just now? Did you did you get a chance to let her practice on your mouth? No, I, I, I normally I would be up there. But this was my day to be a practice buttocks. Oh, so I really missed, oh, she really could have used your help upstairs, because look at, oh, she she fucked the inside of your mouth up, I know, yeah, she cut my mouth up and all of that crap, yeah, that's that, you should probably sue them, anyway, so you can wait back outside, and I'm going to make sure that the doctor has her technique down, and when you come back in, she, she, she can do the finger and the buttocks, so I go back outside, and I sit down. And I'm waiting, and the doctor comes in, comes back out, and says, you can come in, Mr. Thomas. And I walk back in there, and I'm looking at her. And I want to see confidence on her face, damn it, because she's about to put her finger in the buttocks. And I'm hoping she has some kind of bedside manner. I'm hoping that, damn it, she's going to start a conversation up. We're going to laugh and joke a little bit. We're going to build up a little bit of rapport, because I don't want her to be a cold fish. I don't want her to be all standoffish. I don't want her to be you know, like she's better than me. I don't want to have somebody jamming their finger in my buttocks that doesn't respect me, damn it. And as it turns out, we have a little bit of a rapport. And we're starting to hit it off a little bit. But I'm still nervous because this is a new doctor. I've never worked with her before. And she's damn near never had her finger in my buttocks before. And I'm feeling a little weird. I mean, my old doctor, I'm used to her having her finger in my buttocks. And sometimes I would just walk in, stick my buttocks in the door, and she'd go, hey, you're ready already. And then she'd put her finger in my buttocks. And then the people in the hallway would go, dude... You should probably get all the way in the office and not just stick your buttocks in the office. And I say, sorry about that. <laughs> I hope people have forgotten about that. Well, the restraining order was lifted, so I'm cool now. <laughs> Don't judge me. So now the time has come. The time has come for the finger in the buttocks. And what happens? 
Mr. Thomas, could you turn around, please? No problem. Mr. Thomas, could you lower your jeans, please? Shh. Here we go. And down go the jeans. I'm going to need you to drop the boxer briefs also. Oh. And down go the boxer briefs. And it's me and her. I'm looking at her and she's looking at me and she's looking at me and looking at me and looking at me and I'm looking at her and she's looking at me and she's looking at my ass and I'm looking at her and looking at my ass and she's looking at my ass and now she says, well, turn around and just look that way. Now she has a chance to earn my trust because I'm standing there and she has access to the buttocks. My buttocks. I hear the slapping of the sound of her putting the glove on. And I hear a squirting sound, and I don't know what the hell's going on. I look back, and she's putting lubricant on her finger. Oh. And I notice some of the lubricants on two fingers. I wait a second. She goes, no, no, don't worry. I just slipped onto this other finger. I'm only going to use this one. Okay. Right in there. She's a pro. She has learned her lesson. She has successfully used the practice to practice buttocks to perfect her technique. And she's doing her things because everything feels fine right there. And then the guy busts back in the room. The practice buttocks guy busts back in the room. And he gives me the Isaac from Love Bowl Point. Huh? How about that, buddy? And I go, you know what? You, sir, are the king of practice buttockses because her technique was flawless. And he goes, I know. Mm-hmm. And I say, okay, you can now stop staring at my stuff. And he goes, oh, yeah, this is getting uncomfortable. And I go, yes, get out. And he leaves. And before he leaves, he goes over to the doctor and he high fives her. But he wasn't thinking clearly because he high fived the buttocks hand. And I laughed at him. Ha ha. You high fived her buttocks hand, chump. And he goes, that's gross. And then he washes his hand. And then she takes the gloves off and goes, you know what? That was great. You're in good shape, Mr. Thomas. You can come back. We're not going to have to do this until next year. And I go, thank you. And it was uncomfortable. And this would not have been a big deal. It wouldn't have been as traumatic if it was the only thing there. I had just come down from being decapitated almost by the, the dentist with the person who was working with the dentist who didn't know what the hell he was doing and chopped me up. And I would have had time to calm down from that. I would have time to heal up from that. I would have time to not even really worry about that. And then I would have gone to the doctor's office and it wouldn't have been that big of a deal. But when you stack those two things together, it was a big deal. It was my problem. I had a couple of little problems, one doctor's appointment and another doctor's appointment that I should have jumped on top of when I had the chance, but I didn't. And they got stacked on top of each other. And those little problems stacked on top of each other and became a big problem. And I was reminded of that because of my car, damn it. And you're probably going, how the hell did your car remind you of your buttocks? And I say, shut up. You should know by now I'm fucking weird. <laughs> and like I said, most of, the, most of the repairs have been done and I should be ready for the inspection uh, by the end of the month. I mean, well, I'm not going to wait till the end of the month to get the car inspected, but... You know, if something went wrong for whatever reason, I have enough time left in the month to get it repaired before. And as soon as these repairs are done, which are minor repairs, little knick-knack things, I'm going to go get the car inspected and they'll be cool. But if I had jumped on these things immediately when they were, you know, when they when they arose, then this wouldn't be that big of a deal. It wouldn't have taken all day and I wouldn't be recording my podcast five hours later than I wanted to record the podcast. 
because that's dumb. But you know what else is weird, my friends? I notice now, and I found this out myself, this is, this is me whining like a punk again. You really can't have certain people around you sometimes. They kind of mess up your crap, don't they? You know, I mean, I, I realize now, there's, you have people around you, they, 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 they're around you, they don't even have to be people that you know, but they mess up your flow. Right? There's a certain kind of person that just by nature jacks up everything. You know, you go to the supermarket, you're in a hurry. And under normal circumstances, you go to the supermarket, you can sip, you can go in there, buy your crap and zip right the hell out of there. But there's the person with 27 credit cards, none of them work, and they're right in front of you. And they insist on trying all the credit cards. And you can look down and see in their purse, they got nine grand sitting in there. And they're going through all these credit cards and double cards and triple cards and all of that crap because they want to buy one bottle of soda. And you're going, I'll buy you the soda, get the fuck out of line no 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 i've got to make sure these work no you don't have to make sure this work right now can i at least cut in front of you and buy these sodas no 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 no. it won't take that much longer it's already been 80 minutes i'm trying to buy food for my favorite breakfast spot i've spoken of my favorite breakfast spot before and there's two people who actually know each other know each other are having a pleasant conversation there's only two tables to sit down they have four chairs a total of four chairs two chairs each they're against the wall these two people that know each other are sitting at both tables one person facing out to the front door the other person at the table behind them facing out to the front door and now you can't even sit down well, you would think two people that knew each other were having a pleasant conversation would sit at the same table and leave the other two chairs to other two to other patrons to sit down. But no, why would they do that? That would be something a human would do. I'm sorry, I'm whining like a punk. I know, I know I'm whining like a punk. I'm just in one of those moods, man. Do you realize this is actually take four of this podcast? Why? Because... Under normal circumstances, I would have recorded this already. It would have been done. But there were people outside yelling and screaming and yelling and screaming and fighting and yelling and screaming. And then someone in the house plugged something into something that shouldn't have been plugged into, maybe overloaded the circuit and turned off all the power. And what happened then? I have normally I actually use batteries for this recorder, but this time I had it plugged into the wall and this recorder, one of the weaknesses of this recorder is it makes great sound. I'm really happy with it. It's great and it's awesome. But if it's plugged into the wall and you're using power and the power goes out before you had time to press the stop button and have the, the, the file solidified in the, in the uh, recorder, everything you just recorded is done, gone, corrupted, worthless. And I had literally three minutes left recording to finish my episode and what happened after that boom gone you know it doesn't happen that often not really that big of a deal i'll just record it again it's not like i don't know what i just said it's not like a lot of the some of the stuff wasn't outlined not a big deal right <laughs> it happened again 42 minutes in 
That's a freak accident. There's no way in the world that could possibly happen again. <laughs> I mean, the simple fact that I had the misfortune of having two, a uh, one whole episode almost and three quarters of an episode completely wiped out back to back. And the second version was better than the first one because I had made some improvements between episodes. But they, 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 let's do it again. 37 minutes in. <laughs> right. I can't even be mad. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's one of those things where sometimes things go so bad you can't even get upset about it. Just go, you know what? Screw it. Like I said, this is an episode of me whining like a punk. It's been a long day, man. It's been a long day. You've had long days before, I'm sure. When things just kind of piled up on you and beat you down. I mean, like I said, I should have gotten that car fixed when I should have you know i should i knew that i was going to be getting all these repairs done i should have just recorded the podcast on friday i knew it but i figured i could pull it off and be slick but guess what that's not what happened uh but, but the main thing is right now though is that uh, hopefully i'll be able to finish this 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 fourth time will be the charm and uh hopefully by the end of tomorrow the car will be completely done you know, and I'll be able to, to make sure that the mighty Toyota Camry is back right where it needs to be. I'll get it inspected and everything will be great because the mighty Toyota Camry is the best. It really is the best. Oh, God, the car is actually in the house. You really think I'm the best? Hi, mighty Toyota Camry, of course. You know, it's very nice of you to say, oh, well, you're my you're, you're my, my car. I mean, I, you think I'm not going to take care of you? I'm, I got your fresh new brakes today. You you got one of your door handles going to be fixed by tomorrow. Your your dashboard will be back to normal. The bulbs will be put back in because one of them blew out and everything is going to be. Oh, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. You are a great owner. Oh, thank you, mighty Toyota Camry. You know what's know what's great? Know what else is great, mighty Toyota Camry? You're great. You really think I'm great? Fantastic. You know what I mean? You're my car, damn it. You're the, you're the second most valuable thing I have, Mike. You, you, in fact, you're the second most valuable. But I th- personally, I changed that. You're the most valuable, Mighty Toyota Camry. You're the best. So you think I'm the best? I know it. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you a question. Okay. Um, the car that you had before me, mm-hmm. the Ford. Yeah, the Ford. You came up with that make really quickly, didn't you? Well, I mean, the. I mean, I had the car for years, you know, and then, you know, and then I got you. Oh, well, 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 yeah. So since you're driving me now, you really don't care much about that car anymore, do you? No, well, I mean, I'm no offense to the car, but, you know, I mean, you know, I'm, a to- I'm a mighty Toyota Camry guy now, you know. So what do you mean you're a mighty Toyota Camry guy now? So you're already thinking of the next car when you discard me? Oh, whoa, no, 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 no. I'm not getting rid of you anytime soon. Oh, not anytime soon. You could have said to me, you, I'm never getting rid of you, but you just said that anytime soon, so you're planning on your next vehicle. <laughs> Where's this coming from? I mean, I, I, mean I, 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 I take you to the car wash all the time. You know, I make sure you, you, you know, no, you don't take me to the car wash all the time. And sometimes you take me to the car wash, but you don't vacuum me. I, I, I mean, I mean, sometimes I don't have change. Oh, really? So when you're driving down the street and you have a damn sweet tea from that stupid fast food place that cost a dollar, you couldn't use that same dollar and get quarters to vacuum me. You know what? You're right. I don't vacuum you enough. I, I That's neglect on my part. You know what I'm saying? But so, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure every time my car go to the, to the, to the, to the U-Wash, I'm going to take you to the U-Wash. I'm going to vacuum you every time. 
Okay, that's great. I mean, that's a start. That's a start. What? What? What else? What? What am I doing wrong? I'm. I'm. I got you. I mean, you have fresh brakes. All right, you have brand new door handles. Right, right. I mean, you know, you're gonna have new new bulbs in your dashboard. I mean, what? You know what I mean? So, so that's supposed to make up for everything. What make up for what? I mean, what did I do to you? Oh, so you don't know? No. Tell me what I did. You do realize that the cable you use to charge your smartphone, when you plug into me, is not just a power cable. You know what's a data power cable? Yeah. So data flows through the cord? Yes. And the cord is attached to me? Okay. Which means I know what's on the phone, damn it. Okay, I don't know what you mean by that. That Ford, the car before me, what of it? If you've had, if you're driving me all the time, why do you need pictures of a car you don't own anymore? Um, I'm not, I, I don't, you gonna lie? I just told you. Your data cable that charges your phone is attached to me, and I know what's on your phone. Are you going to lie now? Are you going to lie now? Uh, look, I got a lot of pictures. Oh, so you got a lot of pictures of that bitch, huh? No, no, I'm stuck. I'm saying I have a lot of pictures on my phone, not that I have a lot of pictures of the Ford. Oh, I know exactly how many pictures you have of that slut. What's with the uh, sl- oh you're defending that bitch? No, I'm not. The- no, I just don't want you to use that type of language. I mean, how many pictures do I have of the Ford? Six pictures. Six? Where? I know you don't know where they are. No. Oh, so you trying to hide them? I'm not trying to hide anything. I just, I mean, maybe I took pictures of the car because I drive the car. I mean, I, I mean, I, it's not like I sit there going, I'm going to save pictures of the damn Ford. Or what the? I mean, come on, man. What the- I look like a man to you. You were, oh. Do you want me to? Do you know what the what the pictures are? Could you put them in like one file and, and I will personally delete them right in front of you? Could you do that? I already did it. You did? Yeah. Look in your phone. Oh, what the hell is this? Family stand up podcast photos. Philly, Jersey, L.A. Really? This is this is the file name you came up with? You have a problem with that? You have a file name called Fuck That Ford Bitch? Yes. Oh, whatever, man. All right, so what do you want me to do? Plug the car. Plug it into me, please. Can't believe you drove into the house. Jesus Christ. I can't believe you had pictures of that slut. Okay. Now, do me a favor. All right, what do you do? You see that? D- d- delete the bitch. Oh. I want you to watch this closely. I'm deleting these files. I have no emotional attachment to these files. I didn't even know they were there. I was not trying to hide the pictures of the Ford. But I'm trying to figure out is how come half of the pictures of this car were pictures of the license plates. You like a license plate? You like that trunk so much, huh? You like staring at that Ford's trunk? Whoa, 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 whoa. No. 
know. I just took pictures of the license plate because at the time the car was newish and I didn't memorize the license plate. I have your license plate memorized. I did not have that license plate memorized. And I have more pictures of your trunk, your tires, your hood. I got pictures of you with your hood up. I got pictures of you with the door open. I got pictures underneath. You know what I'm talking about when I changed that oil. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I knew you dig that, girl. You dig that when I got up there. That's beside the point. But I'm going to look and watch this. Look at that there. I deleted the shit out. I don't give a shit about that Ford because I'm a Toyota Camry man. In fact, I'm a mighty Toyota Camry man. That make you feel better? Yes, it does. So don't you know, I want you to understand something. I'm going to wash you. I'm going to wax you. I'm going to change your oil. You don't even need your oil change. And I'm going to change it just to let you know it ain't about that fucking Ford. Fuck Ford. I'm all about you, baby. Thank you. That's right. I'm going to vacuum the shit out of you tomorrow. You're damn right. I'm going to wax you. Yeah, that's right. And then I'm going to take you to the gas station. I'm going to fill your ass up with all that good deep gas. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then I'm going to, your window's already clean, but I'm still going to take that squeegee and squeegee the shit out of all your windows. Look at you blushing. You're normally blue, but look at the color you are now. Oh, that's right. I knew you like that shit. Don't you ever think that I'll never be with another car, damn it. Now, go back out of the house. You're kind of fucking my carpet up. All right, I'm going back outside. Okay, and you have, wait out front. Remember, Think about that for I'm, don't think about that for I never left a 32 pack of water in that Ford trunk. But if you notice, I left all them bottles deep up in your trunk. Would I ever do that with a Ford? When you saw those pictures of the Ford trunk, you see anything in that Ford trunk? Of course not. You know why? Because that Ford has never been and could never be the mighty Toyota Camry. So take your fine ass out there and sit in front of my house and wait for me to get up tomorrow morning and get all up deep up in you and drive you to the supermarket. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Come here and me smack you on the trunk. Ha! Yeah. Ha ha. Sorry, guys, I didn't mean you to hear all of that, but my car gets jealous sometimes. I mean, I didn't even realize I had left pictures of the Ford. It was still in, 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 my, in my phone. I didn't even realize that. <clears throat> you know, it's kind of embarrassing when you have a domestic situation like that. You know, I know you, you must have been sitting there like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm overhearing this really, really personal relationship with S and his, uh, his mighty Toyota Camry. But, you know, I'm not embarrassed anymore. You know, the fact that I love my car, I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not ashamed of it at all, okay? You know what I'm saying? I mean, you love your car too, but you probably act like your car is just a car. You probably just get in your car, drive to work, change the oil and all that kind of stuff, but you don't love your car the way I love my car. In fact, you should be ashamed of the fact that you don't openly express the love for your car and have special PDA with your car. That's right. I'm going to go outside right now and I'm going to, you know, that's none of your business what's about to happen. It's just really, it's between me and the Toyota Camry, the mighty Toyota Camry. Don't judge us. <clears throat> so let me go back to what the original, um, before, before that happened, what we were really originally going to talk about. <laughs> so so uh, all I'm saying is, listen, if there's little problems building up, you got to solve those problems, man. Don't let those problems stack up so high that you don't get an opportunity to solve them until the last minute because you never know what's going to happen, you know? You know, it's like when you're in college. You don't want to be one of those guys that has to cram for a test or cram for an exam at the last minute. You don't want to be that guy, right? You want to be the person that just has it all figured out, right? That has it all figured out, so all I'm saying now is one of two things. One, make sure you solve all your problems, little problems, as soon as they come up. 
and then you won't have to worry about the big problem at the end. That's the first thing. And the second thing is be really nice to your car. Let your car know that you love it. You know, don't be like me. If you have pictures of the car that was before the car that you have now, take them out of your phone. That's disrespectful to your car, okay? Don't do that. <laughs> I think that this this uh, segment is really, really proven that I have several really huge problems that need to be discussed with my family and <laughs> maybe a therapist. <laughs> Don't judge me, you bastards. Segment over. All right, guys. This is <laughs> for you. For those of you longtime sass bastards. You know for a fact, I don't even remember what episode it was, but I, 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 you already know that I have this curse. And the curse that I have is people like talking to me. Now, that's not the curse part. That's the blessing part. I like meeting people. I like talking to people, you know. But the curse is after about 30 minutes, and now that I've gotten older, it's after about 15 minutes, sometimes five minutes. It goes from two human beings liking each other and having a pleasant conversation to them feeling compelled to tell me things about themselves that I couldn't possibly want to know. You know, I mean, the kind of things that you would start, you start to think, do they, are they under the impression that I'm a psychotherapist or something? Are they under that impression that I want to hear this crap? No, is there a sign and written in invisible ink on my shirt that says, tell me your deepest and darkest and most disgusting secrets in the most painstaking detail possible and don't stop under any circumstances. Ignore the look of horror, shock, shame, and disgust on my face. Keep talking, keep talking, you bastards. Is that written on my shirt and ink? An invisible ink? I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it's written on my forehead in invisible ink. I don't know. But for some reason, it keeps happening. I'm 48 years old. Do I look 48 years old? No. People keep telling me. I, every time I tell people how old I am that see me in person, they go, no, you're not 48 years old. And I would like to believe they're not being sarcastic. And even if they are, I don't care. I'm going to take it at face value. Shut up, you bastards. Mind your business. Back to the story. <laughs> I'm sitting there minding my business. I'm just sitting there in a local whatever minding my business. Guy pulls up next to me, and by pulls up I mean walks up, sits down next to me, and I don't really mind that too much. Not a big deal. It's a nice area. I'm just trying to chill and relax. Not doing anything in particular, just hiding away from people that I know. He begins talking. Not a big deal. Like I said, I like talking to people, and we're having a pleasant conversation. He starts to find out some things about me, not too much because I don't know the bastard, but he now knows roughly how old I am. Then he just comes out and asks, how old are you? I'm 48. Oh, you don't look 48. See what I mean, you bastards? I say, how old are you? I'm about to turn 30. Oh, okay, all right, all right, you young guys, hey. Can I ask you a question, old head? Oh, no, here it comes. Please let it be like, Where's the bathroom? Please let it be. How do you get to this particular freeway from here? Please let it be something like that. Uh, you ever been married? No. You ever live with a lady? Several. Okay. Uh, you're an older guy. That's true. I am an older guy. Maybe you can help me out with something? Okay. What do you need help with? Um. Well, uh... 
He moves closer. And I know what that means. This is going to be really bad. And it's also going to take a long time. Oh, no. Uh, I'm trying to figure out whether I should leave my girlfriend. Oh, God, no. This is going to be the fourth time this week I've had to do this crap. What? Oh, oh, God, why, why, why? You know, and I try to get out of it. You know, I don't even have a girlfriend, you know, right now. So maybe, I mean, maybe I'm not the right one to ask, <laughs> which is a polite way of saying, leave me alone. I don't want to solve your problems, douchebag. But he didn't hear that. You know, I mean, I love her and everything, but, you know, we'd be kind of having some problems. Oh, oh God. Maybe if I, you know, it's going to be something stupid and simple, probably. Maybe she maybe she came home late or something, or maybe she yelled at him. You know, I'm going to give him the standard. You know, relationships can be tough sometimes, but you'll work through it. I'm going to give him that the kind of crap you'd see on the back of a postcard. And, you know, that, that, you know, that bullshit trite crap that people throw out there when they really don't want to hear what you got to say, but they want to have a human connection with you. They don't want to hurt your feelings, but they want to give you a little bit of encouragement. And more importantly, get your punk ass away from them. I'm going to hit it with one of those stupid, lame-ass, punk-ass platitudes that should be written underneath a kitten hanging off of a rope, like, hang in there. Uh, that that kind of lame-ass bullshit crap punk-ass advice. And, um... You know, I, I really love her, man. Oh, God, he said love. Nah, I'm really going to listen to this shit, okay? I'm going to give him some, some actual cool advice, but I'm going to keep it short and sweet and get rid of this bastard. You know, because, you know, you know we had our little problems, and, uh, you know, well, it was kind of hard for me to get rid of her, get to walk away. I got a lot invested in her, man. You know, I've been seeing her for three years now. You know, and uh, do you have any kids? No, I don't have any kids. See, that makes it very, very easy. I mean, and you're not married to her, right? No, I'm not married to her. I want to get married to her. So you're not married to her, and you don't have any kids. I mean, this I'll be honest with you, as painful as it is to break up with somebody, this is actually pretty easy. If you don't have any kids, and you're not married, and it's just, well, we live together. Oh. Is it your apartment? No, she had the apartment first. Do you have any place you could go if you actually broke up with her? No. Oh. My parents live on the other side of the country. Oh. You know, and I, you know, I spent so much time with her, I didn't really make any good friends. Oh, God, this guy's an idiot. Okay. Now, are you trying to stay with her? Because, I mean, is it, is it really love, or do you just, are you afraid that you don't have a place to stay? Are you staying with her because you don't have any kind of exit plan or anything like that? No, it's not that. I don't even want to leave her in the first place, but it's just, it's more about what she's doing. Okay. And what exactly she's doing. You know, I mean, she's not exactly been faithful. Oh, dude, 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 dude. I mean, I can't tell you what to do, but I mean, I, I personally, I, I can't be around someone that's not faithful to me, man. I can't. 
you know, first of all, you know, I mean, if you really think about it, the intimacy is intimacy because it's something that's shared just with you. It's only special if it's shared just with you. If it's tossed out to everybody, that's not gender specific. If you were out there getting it on with a whole bunch of different people, then what you're giving to her isn't special and it's not really intimate. It's just genital on genital contact and there's no specialist involved with it. And if that's the case, you know, you have to really think about it. How much does this person care about you? You know, there's even though they even if they're completely protected uh using condoms or whatever you still there's still a even a minuscule chance of you catching something is is disrespectful so you know i'm just saying from my personal perspective i would never put up with that if i've been in that situation one or two times myself i immediately got rid of the relationship and didn't have anything to do with the person and then of course i got myself checked to make sure i was clean first and of course thank goodness i was but i got rid of them you know, so there you go. And I'm thinking that's it. I just gave him that. It was very general. And hopefully he'll shut his punk ass up and walk the hell away. And then I can go and get myself a vanilla cone at McDonald's. I'm about to. I'm literally about to get out of the chair. He's sitting there contemplating his next move. I'm just about to get up. But you got to understand something. Oh, God. What's with this guy? You know, I mean, um. I mean, I knew what kind of person she was, you know, to begin with. What do you mean the kind of person she was? Was she, a, well, you know, she's. It's not like she's cheating with some random dude on the street. She's 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 uh she's cheating with her husbands. She's cheating with her husband. Whoa 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 whoa. You said husbands. Yeah, she's uh she's a trigamist. Huh? Yeah, you know, she's she's got three husbands. Ah. Hold it. Hold it. Hold the phone. Uh, hold on. The woman you're living with, that she says she's living with you. Yeah. She's living with you, but she has three husbands. Yeah. Oh. Is this really a decision at this point? I mean, just. You know, I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe they're. I mean, how do you know they're being faithful to her? Well, she's a pretty special woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. I mean, just, let's not get into detail here, pal. Okay, but I mean, but but you can't be one hundred percent sure. I mean, if, if she's unfaithful to them, how do you know they're not being retaliatory unfaithfulness on their part? And now you got at least three other vaginas with their penises and, and whatever the people that they slept with and they slept with and they slept with, and you don't know what kind of diseases they have. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty. Those guys are pretty good about wearing condoms oh really so you walk around all do you have a you have a camera on their balls or something that you know exactly what they're doing i mean i'm just, just going by what she says oh really because she's been so honest with you oh come on man <laughs> and i'm sitting there going and then at this point i'm going oh god i got sucked into the freaking story damn it now i can't go anywhere because i want to see how where this goes damn it Oh, I was hoping the people I was waiting to pick up would just come downstairs and just drag me out of here so I'd have an excuse to leave because now I want, I can't leave because, oh, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, and then there's the kids, the kids, oh, so she has kids with one of them. No, she has kids with all of them. Oh, God. Oh, so she has at least three kids. Yeah, she has four kids. Oh. So now you you're gonna have to you have to deal with four children from three dudes, and 
And the bad part about it is, you know, they're still all mad at her because some of the kids are, don't belong to some of the fathers. Oh, so you mean to tell me after all of this, all of the thing, this thing that is going on, there's she has children that is not with the people she's married to, the other three dudes, but she's with you, living with you, but she has kids with them, but the kids aren't really with them. Yeah. Why is this even a discussion? Why is this even something we're even talking about? Why are we even have you, you you know what to do. You know what to do. Why are you even why are we even having this discussion? Right? I mean, I don't want to be mean to you or anything like that, but you got to be kidding me here, man. It'll be bad. I mean, this is just like the only thing missing from what you're doing right now. The only thing missing from you right now. The only thing that you don't have right now is Maury Povich sitting at a table in front of you. Right. I can should be Maury right now standing here with a DNA test going. You are not the father and all of that kind of crap. And then having her run down and go, well, here's the father, here's the father, here's the father. And diving on the couch in the green room and yelling at Maury saying, I don't care what the DNA, DNA test says. He's the father, you bastard. That's what you that's the only thing missing. Come on, man. Right? You know what to do. I can't tell you what to do. I don't even really know you. But there's something inside you that tells you you know what you need to do, bro. Come on, man. And he goes, You right over here, you right over here. He gets up and he walks away. And I'm going, I can't, I, I'm sorry. I, I, in my mind, I didn't even get a chance to apologize for blasting the guy because I kind of yelled at him for being an idiot. And then I'm going, okay, that's cool. I mean, I, I feel bad, but at least, you know, at least he got some clarity and that's okay. And as he's walking away, I'm hoping the person that I was waiting for in the first place will hurry up so I can get the hell out of here in the second place. And there's a person now sitting to me on my left and it's a lady. And she overheard me talking to, to that guy and she goes, you know, he really did need to know the truth. And he really, dilly, really did need to know the truth. You know, because sometimes people, you know, people are doing things and and, and, and I, I I can relate to it, you know. He's a young guy. He'll figure it out. I'm like, yeah, he's a young guy. How old are you? I'm 48. Oh, yeah, I can relate to that. You know, I'm 45 myself. Yeah, you know, these young people sometimes, you know, they, they make mistakes and, you know, they, they need an older person. Like sometimes they need an objective voice, somebody that's not a relative that will come in and tell them the truth and tell them the stuff that they need to do, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I know. I was just talking to my girlfriends about that. And I was telling one of them that, you know, because I'm always the one that gives advice to my girlfriends and you know they always come to me yeah well then you can relate to the kind of thing because i don't even know that guy yeah but you gave him some good advice yeah you know know, i'm an older person yeah yeah i wish i had somebody to give me advice you know about my relationships and stuff you know because my husband you know he's uh you know he's he's about your age he's about he's 47 he's going to turn 48 soon you know and it actually kind of looks like you too you know you're almost kind of like the same guy you know you know I mean, I'm, I'm, and sometimes I wonder if he finds me attractive, you know, because, you know, we don't have sex as much as we used to. Oh, no. She got me engaged in this bullshit. This, she tricked me, damn it. You know, I mean, you know. I mean, seeing how you look just like him, you know, you're roughly the same age and you're both, you know, you both, I mean, you're wearing the same kind of clothes he wears. I mean, you know, I mean, do you find me attractive? I mean, you know, 
you know, I'm just wondering because, you know, yeah, yeah, I feel kind of uncomfortable answering this question, seeing as how you're married to somebody else, but you know, you're, a, you're a lovely lady. I got to go. Before you go, um, I was just in Victoria's Secret and I bought this. Let me hold this up. Now, I mean, if you saw me wearing this, would you really want to, would you, would you want to take me upstairs and do it to me? Um, I got to go. Uh, oh God, it's just what he says. I, I'm, now I feel like I'm really disgusting. I'm, I'm so disgusting that even the, I put this up here and even the concept of it. I'm so sorry, sir. I mean, I'm just, I must be really gross. No, I'm not saying you're gross. You're a lovely woman. I mean, if I was your husband and you put that on, I would take you upstairs and I'd bang the crap out of you. That is very nice. Hey, 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 hey. What's going on here? Hi, Bill. What's, what's this guy talking about banging? No, 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 no. So you, you, what you, you tell my wife you want to bang the crap out of her? No, 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 no. I said that if you, she's, he's, she's, if you saw her in that, you would want to bang the crap out of her. But you, but I mean, I, I, but still, you shouldn't be, I, dude, I, I have no designs on your wife. I'm not interested in your wife. I'm waiting for my friends. That's all. I, I, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I was sitting here, some young guy who was like 30 years old. He was married. He's dating some lady who was married to like three dudes they got a bunch of kids none of them are his he, 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 he was living with her he asked me for some advice i gave him some advice i yelled at him i felt bad your wife was saying and i did the right thing and then and i and then and then and then i, I turned to her and then she asked me you know if, if she thought that you would like the thing that she has there but i don't know her i didn't do nothing to her and nothing i, I didn't do nothing you know just show him the thing that you showed me the, the thing oh man yeah, girl, I'm, a, I'm an old man. Yeah, we need to go home and put that shit on, all right? Yeah, yeah, get, yeah get the girl. Yeah. I'll get the car. I'm going to get the car, Bill, okay? Yeah, you get the car. Yeah, yeah, all right. Oh, girl, yeah, I'm glad you got that. No, no you, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man. Yeah, what's up? Um, My girl is, uh, you know, she's a little needy sometimes, and I don't even know how to deal with it. Oh, oh God, no. Okay, what do you mean? Well, you know, sometimes, you know, I tell her that she's beautiful and she doesn't believe me, man. And I'm, I'm like, if I tell, if you tell a woman that she's beautiful and she don't believe me, what are you supposed to do? Well, how do you tell her? Ooh, what do you mean how I tell her? I mean, when you say that she's beautiful, how do you say it? I go, yeah, you beautiful, girl, you beautiful. Well, that's the problem. You can't say you're beautiful to your woman like that. She's going to think that you're saying it out of an obligation. You have to say it like you really mean it. Ooh, how am I supposed to say it? You know, you look at it and go, what's her name? Karen. Okay, you go, hey, Karen. You're beautiful. Like you say it like that? You say it just like that. You know, you say, if you say it like that, say it like that three times a week. And and then she'll be very, very happy. But you got to say it like that. You got to put the little pause in there. You got to feel it. You might even want to put your hand on your chest and just kind of maybe even bite your bottom lip a little bit. Look at find a body part of hers that you think is delicious and look at it. Like look at her, look at her face. Right. Then look at it. If she's facing you, look at the titties and then go back up to her face and put your hand on your chest. Bite your lip. You're beautiful. And then, they, they, oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, oh what you do? And, and make sure she catches you looking at her butt. And then when you when she looks at her butt, look at her butt and have a look on her face like, damn, I need some of that. Be thinking, damn, I need some of that. Because that'll create the correct look on your face to let her know that you're thinking, damn, I need some of that. You do those things and she'll be happy and she will come in here more often and get some more Victoria's Secret stuff and everything will be cool. But you got to do it like that. And, and also when you tell her you love her, you got to go, 
I love you. You know, every once, every time, every other time, emphasize. Sometimes emphasize love, and sometimes emphasize you. But mix it up. Don't don't be formulaic with it, and everything will be cool. Oh man, I didn't even think. Oh, that's some good shit, man. That's some good good shit, man. Shit, that's some good ass advice. No problem, man. Just go take care of your business. All right. All right, man. So what you so to touch the chest? You're beautiful. Yeah, I, I can do that. I can do that. And man, what about the love thing? Yeah, yeah but, uh, but give me a couple of them. I love you. That's good. With the do the other one. I love you. Yeah. Okay. Mix that up a little bit. That cool. Yeah, man. Thanks a lot. All right. Take care, man. All right. Oh God, I gotta get out of this place. This is fucking insane. This is fucking insane. I just wanted to sit here and chill. <sighs> else any advice i'm not even giving anybody directions if i see somebody walking in the wrong if i see two people walking in the wrong direction talking about they're looking for the applebee's and they know what's in the other direction fuck them i'm not giving nobody any advice because the last thing i need is that shit i might go hey the applebee's is that way they're gonna go thanks a lot buddy is it no problem hey can i ask you a question what how old are you oh no you don't damn it so you know so I got to be careful, man. I'm one of those people, like I said, I'm one of those people where mother suckers want advice from me and I don't feel like giving nobody no damn advice. I ain't giving you no advice. Get out of my face, you bastards. And from now on, when I go to the mall and I'm sitting there just trying to chill in one of them wooden chairs by the tree and somebody asks me some shit and they start trying to get some free advice from my punk ass, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to act like I speak a different language. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be hilarious you know and that, and that, and I'll be honest with you with that little scenario that I just did that literally is not far from the truth I literally was in a situation where I was giving advice to a young guy a literally I mean I'm, I you know I didn't embellish too much either lady comes she sees me giving advice to the other guy comes up and she slides over asks me for advice the dude her dude comes in thinks I'm hitting on her I'm not she leaves he wants advice about her and I'm going, what the fuck is this? I'm just here to pick up somebody. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, had I come five minutes earlier or five minutes later, maybe this wouldn't happen or that wouldn't happen. But it doesn't matter. It happens to me all the time. It would, If I had come in five minutes earlier or five minutes later or ten minutes earlier or ten minutes later or whatever time period earlier or later, you know what would have happened? The same shit. It would have just been different people. And I'm starting to think, now maybe I should stop complaining about it. I should stop whining like a punk. I should just realize that, you know, if people want to hear the crap, I, I mean, I got people listening to my podcast. I got people writing me shit and asking me. I'm just a dude, but for some reason people think I know crap. You know? <laughs> right? You know? But it's cool. I mean, I like I said, I mean, in the beginning of this thing, I said maybe it's a it's a blessing, it's a curse, it's a blessing, it's a curse. But if I really think about it, you know, I I've been in situations before where people have given me advice, you know, and and sometimes it's not even people that were talking directly to me. Sometimes I'll be watching, you know, something on PBS or some crap like that, and someone's discussing a problem, or I'll see it on a documentary, or I'll overhear a conversation, or I'll read something. That's usually how I get advice. You know, I just gather information and just kind of let it bounce around in my subconscious and figure it out myself. And I usually kind of like it better that way to begin with. Because a lot of times, you know, when you get advice from people, sometimes there's a little bit too much of them in the advice. And a lot of times when I give people advice, I usually say, I can't tell you what to do. 
you know, but this is what I've done in a similar situation. Take what take, you know, from that what you will, because I may have been wrong. But if I made a mistake and you look at my mistake and you go, man, he fucked up and then make a better decision based on that. I'm cool with that. Right. But I've always been there. I've always been in that situation where mother suckers come up to me and ask me for advice. Like I, I'm like, what the f- please? No, don't. That's why I got to keep my mouth shut sometimes. You know, that's one of the blessings of, of, the, of uh, you know, I used to carry a Bluetooth with my smartphone. And the Bluetooth used to be one of those things where, you know, you put the Bluetooth in your ear. And I used to use the Bluetooth to pretend like I was talking to somebody. And then when people would try, oh, what? Oh, I've got a phone call. The only problem with that is I didn't, you know, I stopped using the Bluetooth because the Bluetooth got messed up. And I started having problems with the Bluetooth headsets. I didn't like them too much. And I like to wear my headphones. But as it turns out, the headphones are a bigger blessing than the Bluetooth. Because if you keep the headphones in your ear, you can either pretend like you're on the phone to get away from somebody who's asking you stupid-ass questions, or you can pretend like you're you're listening to music so they will refrain from asking you questions in the first place. Oh, I love my headphones for my smartphone. Oh, yeah. So, folks... If you're a person that doesn't know me personally, if it's like punk ass, weak ass advice, like, hey, what the, what's the direction of that? A little soft ass advice, cool. But when somebody starts coming in and deciding whether or not they want to adopt a child, why the fuck are you asking me that? I don't have any kids. <laughs> what do you think I should do? Leave my wife? I've never been married. My boyfriend's a piece of shit. Should I drop him in there? I don't want to. I'm not saying shit. I don't want nobody getting angry at me because I gave some advice just to get rid of somebody's punk ass. And the next thing you know, I got somebody yelling at me because you told my girlfriend to drop me. I didn't say shit. You told my husband I'm the best. I said nothing. I don't even know your boyfriend. His videotape, if you tell him to leave me, that was my twin brother. And he is now in a different country. And I don't even know where he is. And that he did some stuff where he actually did this thing where he actually got rid of the paper trail. So if you were actually to, you know, investigate my life, no matter how thoroughly, there would be no signs of my twin brother who did everything that could get me possibly in trouble. It would probably look like I'm lying to you right now just to get rid of you. But there really is a twin brother of me that looks and sounds and thinks just like me and wears the same clothes. And frequents the same places and then gives advice, but 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 he only gives bad advice. And you know, so if you were mad at someone, it's it's actually him that you're mad at. That you should probably beat that person up, and definitely not me because I, I, that's not me. <laughs> so please, people, strangers, please. If you ever trick me into giving advice of any kind, keep it short. Keep it sweet. Keep it to the fucking weather or directions. Okay? Please. Please. (laughs) Segment over. Well, folks, that has been this episode of the Yes, Anthony Says podcast. I told you. I told you this is going to be an episode with me whining like a punk. I warned you. Next week, we'll go back to a regular show. But this has just been one of those weeks and definitely one of those days where I felt the need to whine like a punk. Thank you for indulging me, and I'll see you next week. Now, before I go, I just want to say um, 
The Twitter for me is at S. Anthony Thomas. The Twitter for the show at S. Anthony Says. The Instagram is S. Anthony Thomas. The email is talk to us Anthony at gmail.com. Much love to you all. Much love to my Potter and hashtag Potter and family. Much love to the Podcast Revolution Network. Much love to my sass bastards all over the world. Much love to you. Much love to you. Much love to you. You've been fantastic to me. Thank you for the subscriptions. Thank you for the downloads. Thank you for the retweets. Thank you for the reblogs. Thank you for the shares on Twitter and Tumblr and LinkedIn and Google Plus and all of that kind of stuff. I do see it. For the most part, I, I appreciate it. And I know that, you know, I say it every week, but quite frankly, when someone does something wonderful, you on a regular basis. If someone holds a door for you every day, you say thank you, don't you? Well, if somebody knows that your podcast is important to you and it means a lot to you and the people that listen to you, to you, you and my hashtag sass bastards listen to me on a regular basis. It means a lot to me. And, you know, and so do you. And I really, really appreciate it. Every last one of you. I really do. Thank you very, very much for everything. Uh, I will see you next week. And it doesn't matter to me whether you're listening to me on a lawnmower, running on a treadmill. As long as you got the buds in your ears, my voice in your ears, my voice in your heart, I got love for you. And I'm going to say goodbye to you the same way I say goodbye every week on the count of three. I want you to say it with me. Are you ready? Of course you are. One, two, three. S. Anthony. Out.